for the ones standing guard, for the eagle-eyed, for the knights in shining armor, and for all those who support them. We are Granger, your experienced safety partner, offering supplies and solutions for every industry, committed to helping keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com slash safety, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This upcoming podcast is rated M for Mature. We use swearsies and talk about adult stuff. All contents herein are for entertainment purposes only, and all stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and should not be taken as any sort of gospel. Listener discretion is advised. Everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcast, the left-leaning politics and atheist podcast that will, uh, for sure, is not hiding any information on a uh, code word classified server out there. Nor are we going to ask for Rudy Giuliani to, uh, you know, defend us in the long run out there. So anyway, please, um, please, please don't defend us. No, please don't. Don't <laughs> please, be our personal please, lawyer. Please, please. This is episode number 274, and we're so glad to have you along with for us with the with the ride that we have going on here. So I'm your host for this and every episode. I go by the name of X, and joining me tonight is Kyle. And in the wings, we have Anwin Davies, and we have, um, uh, let's see, we have Joe Bacon joining us. And Bob Koenig is out there in spirit. He hasn't really commented too much, so... Uh, it's mainly Kyle and myself, but we have a peanut gallery of amazing people out there that are patrons of the show, and you can join them by going to patreon.com slash Outcast and just finding out where we do the live stream. For the most part, I haven't, like, made any kind of hard limit on who can join us on the after show, but by all fucking means, if you want to, feel free to join us here. Anyway, so now that the new week is here, is there anything that any of you would like to bring up for this week? I personally, I don't have a lot going on. I, I managed to eke out another uh, couple of hours playing the game that I've been playing for like the last month. And uh, I finally finished it. And what a hell of a fucking game it was. It was Death Stranding on PS4. Uh, I highly suggest it to anybody that has that platform. Great fucking game. Tommy Earl Jenkins fucking, oh my God. His denouement scene in the whole fucking game. Like, I haven't seen that much emotion out of anybody acting anything in, like, the last 20 years of watching movies. And it, it makes me happy that we have video games that can actually rival that of what you would get in Oscar performances. So, that's about it for me. Uh, it's uh, it's clo- getting closer to Christmas. I've got a lot of my kids' presents and everything, and um, I'm, I'm at that age where I don't really look forward to Christmas. I mean, because... It's not one of those things where like, oh, I'm not going to get anything or what am I going to get or anything like that. It's just a matter of like, yeah, you, you get to a you get to a certain age, like adulthood with kids. You don't get things so you don't look forward to it. You have to, you know, start working out money because capitalism. Right. Well, and for I just, me, I just hand out cash. Cash is a good present, but at the same time, it's like, why don't you just use that money you're going to spend on me to buy something for yourself? My wife and I have a very simple way of doing things in, uh, around Christmas time. 
you find something you like, especially <sighs> in mid-December time, and you wanted to buy it for yourself, okay, buy it for yourself, but let's put it under the tree, and we'll pretend that it's like something we got each other for Christmas. That's cool. But at the same time, it's like, there's a lot of times where I have to buy presents for other people, and part of me wants to wonder, why the fuck are we even doing this? Let's just, you save your money, I'll save mine. I'll say Merry Christmas or Happy Christmas to you, but that's it. I don't need <laughs> I, I don't need anything from you, you know? And kids are a, a different beast altogether. Let's just put it that way. I'd like to see the end of Workplace Secret Santa. Nobody needs it. Oh, Secret Santa. <clears throat> Secret Santa, White Elephant, kind of... The holiday, the fucking Christmas. Thing. Oh shit! It is the worst. It is the absolute worst. And thanks for reminding me, Kyle. I have a potluck coming up this week where I need to bring stuffing <laughs> and a dessert. Hooray! You know, I had to do that last week for Friendsgiving. We don't have Thanksgiving here. We have Friendsgiving. Yeah. We're really actually baked a pie for everybody, and they raved about it. I would love to have a. I'm in a really okay. Let me okay. Let me just clear away all the other fucking cobwebs of anything Utah outcasts out there. <laughs> I am going through some shit in my personal life right now, where it involves my parents getting divorced. I've talked about this before. Now one of them is moving away, and the other one has a wife now that wants to be part of our family, that was already part of the family in a thruple, and so it's just really weird. To be in this situation where they're like, hey, let's just pretend everything is completely normal. And for the most part, me being the galaxy-brained, everything is cool with me kind of person is like, yeah, you know what? I don't fucking care. I don't care who you fuck. I don't care anything. I don't, I don't fucking care. But at the same time, the kid in me that was the child of these two people is like going, hey, wait a minute. That's not right. What the... What the fuck is going on in this family? I don't know what the fuck's going on. I mean, I have a hard time relinquishing the the, the child within me to the adult that, that exists right now. And I know there's a lot of other fucking people out there that have a problem with this. That's why you continue to have your family over for Christmas and Thanksgiving and everything is that you feel like you have to. But I don't. you don't you don't have to. That's where I was going to go, Kyle, is that you, you really, <laughs> you really don't have to. <laughs> I, I'm not invited to any family function anymore. <laughs> well, look, I, I was, I had, um, I had several distasteful encounters with family members when they became is, pod people. Hang on, hang on, Joe. Is this like penthouse letters distasteful or just... No. No. Okay. I okay. never thought I, it look, could happen I just, to me. I just needed to be I needed to be sure because I needed to know where the story was going. They were fine until they got infected by Reverend Pat Robertson. Frankly, I wish they had been penthouse letters that I could share with you guys. Oh. No, I mean it's like you're sitting there at dinner. You're trying to sit there at dinner, and you hear your brother-in-law say, well, Pat Robertson says this, and Pat Robertson says that. I'm like, 
He just run over there and slapped the Bible out of his head. <sighs> look, mother had that look on her like, one more time, and the laser beams are going to come out of my eye. I mean, I mean that could be how a penthouse letter starts, but <laughs> well, not what I would want to read. No, but they're they're oh man. Well, I mean, it it's it's all boils down to people getting fucked or in order of fucking other people. So yes, that is a well, problem. yeah. Well. I was challenged one time by friends and callers to come up with the ultimate penthouse letter. So I had to sit there and I spent like a whole week trying to figure out what to do. And yeah, I wrote this letter about what this guy did during the Price is Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought oh, of the most. God damn it. Please, most- Joe. Please, please tell me you still have this and you can share it with us. Was this person the first or the second person that was on the showcase showdown? It was the end. It was the no. entire. It was the entire showdown. And that was the no. Can, can you no. tell? I watched. Li- I watched a little bit too me? much of Bob Barker when I was a kid. No, but I will tell you. I had to sit there and figure out the most the stupidest. The stupidest thing I could think of. So, <laughs> Billy Graham? That's pretty hard no, to fucking no. come up with on your own. Right? It, was, it, was, it was Billy oh, Graham it. screaming, the price is right. <laughs> no. No. It was this guy. I, I made up this story about this guy who did the dingle, dangle, dingle whenever whenever uh, there was a pricing, pricing game. And, and when the announcer said, it's a new car. He just let it rip. God damn it. And stop it <laughs> off. That made the magazine. It actually made the magazine. It's a little bit Reminded me who, of, of who a little pub- bit. <laughs> who published Penthouse? Just, I know I'm who done. did Hustler, but I don't know who did Penthouse. Bob Guccione. You reminded me there was a magazine in Australia called Picture, which was, you know, men's magazine, but oh not. Oh my God, that's Maxim. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And one of the letters was this guy describing the fact that he liked to, to screw his girlfriend by bending her over the bonnet of his hot rod so he could fantasize he was fucking the car. I mean, nothing's stopping you from fucking the car. I mean,. There's lots of different crevices and folds you can put your just, dick into, but just don't do it while it's running because <laughs> <laughs> I'm all of a sudden reminded of ham that's thrown into a hot pan. So it kind of sticks and burns, but ah, God damn it. <laughs> I, well, at least he didn't put something a, in the exhaust pipe, you know, so there is an ER somewhere. That's <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> oh, we're rounding the bases to 2020. This is where we are. <laughs> so anyway, before Kyle loses his shit even more, we're going to go ahead and move on to our first topic of the week. Uh, before we do so, I need to remind you guys that this is Utah Outcast, and we'll catch you back here in another month or so. We'll see you then. Hi, I'm God, and I just wanted to make sure to tell you not to listen to Unapologetics. 
on Stitcher and SoundCloud. That's Unapologetics with an X at the end. But, uh, yeah, definitely do not listen to the show. I mean, I swear to me, alright, I will murder my son. Uh, well, I mean, I kind of already did that, but, uh, don't, just don't listen to the show, okay? Hey, Lucy. Can you not, can you not call me that, okay? We already went over what my name is, okay? It's Lucifer. Alright, look, Luce. Uh, you wanna come with me? I'm gonna go fuck with this guy, Joe. No, don't, don't do that, okay? Can you just leave him alone? Yeah, I'm gonna kill his family. No, don't, don't do that. I'm gonna give him sores all over his body. Don't, don't, don't do that. That's disgusting. And, uh, I'm gonna kill all of his livestock, you just, know. Oh, stop, stop saying things. Just stop. Yeah, I'm gonna blame the whole thing on you. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go, bud. Remember, don't listen to Unapologetics on Stitcher and SoundCloud. Hey, definitely listen to that show. It's awesome. It's really cool. He's really a dick. I heard that. <laughs> Pretty good trick, eh? I went to hell. You know what Winston Churchill said about that? If you're going through hell, keep going. You know what the devil said about hell? What? Welcome to hell. Who gives a shit? Free your hell. Holy shit, it's Rick Wiles, and uh, he's talking about how the Democratic Party is forcing him to do something. And I always like hearing about how me, as a relatively progressive, you know, anti-gun, anti-violence, anti-you know, segregation kind of person, is somehow to blame for these people' fucking militant way of thinking about things. And with the terrorist attacks we've had in the last couple of days. But not then, not weeks, but days. Uh, it's kind of easy to see where this kind of fucking right wing craziness comes from. So, Rick Wiles, let's go ahead and let's let's see what you got to say. My hopes are dwindling that the impeachment madness will be called off. No, it's not at all, Rick. They don't go through this much trouble to just say, "Eh, never mind." That's not going to happen at all. No. <laughs> did you? Did you not? Did you not listen to the the testimony in front of the judiciary committee? No, they're not going to listen to Sondland or anybody else like that. They're not going to no. Volker. They're not going to listen to any of these people. I mean, they're not going to listen to the three lawyers, three constitutional lawyers this week during the judiciary that essentially said, "If this is not impeachable conduct, I don't is? know what it is." But no, they're going to listen to the one other guy who said that in other presidents' impeachment trials, you know, namely Clinton, you know, he was okay with that. But all of a sudden, it's Trump. He's like, "Oh no, it's moving too quick. It's too soon." Well, no, but even even him, even he was saying, "Yeah, no, this really." I mean, his only objection was, "Look, this is probably moving a little quick." But but really, all that was is we haven't heard from every witness we need to hear from. Well, that's because they keep fucking ignoring fucking subpoenas. I mean, yeah. Uh, remember, if you're talking about Turley, remember yeah. all the times Turley called for Obama's impeachment over yeah, Fast and Furious, times. over yeah. Gossi, over now, the in stars. my opinion, in my opinion, as somebody who is not a fan of the left nor the right, and I use left very loosely there because Obama was very much the most centrist president we've had. Very, very loosely. Uh, He probably should have been brought up on charges based on Fast and Furious. 
Well, I'm not saying it's well, completely free I mean, clear. No, okay. What he did during Fast and Furious, I don't fucking care about. The cover-up afterwards is the kind of shit that we brought Nixon down. Right, but I don't know if that reached up to his level. I agree. It was, I mean, it was definitely it was, there was definitely a cover up. There was definitely wrongdoing, but I I think I think it stopped at DOJ. Anytime you have to subpoena the fucking head of DOJ. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there were there were problems. There right. were definite right. problems. Now, and I'm not doing that as performance art for anybody else out there that may be like, oh, you fucking leftist. No, like, look, guys, I had problems with Obama as well. Yeah, I've had, yeah. If you don't have problems with every single president that's elected into the fucking leadership of this country, you're, you're probably not paying. Not pay- yeah, you're not paying attention. <laughs> All right, so Rick's going to continue. Consequently, Nancy Pelosi, Adam Schiff, Jerry Nadler, Elliot Engel, Brad Sherman, and Charles Schumer. Well, why don't you just go ahead and put fucking truck triple parentheses around each one of those people that you're talking about? I mean, they they would if they could, but they don't know how to do that. Well, you know, Pelosi is a as a Catholic, and she made that very you know open. she's made that very clear. Yeah, are compelling, calm, law abiding middle class American citizens to prepare for the unthinkable, a violent civil war in america no that seems to be you rick you seem to be one of the few people that's pushing for this fucking civil war narrative that you keep bringing up every week kyle uh beyond you know listening to assholes like this and you know gavin mcginnis and all these other people in the world have you ever thought about potentially there being a civil war outside of right-wing media well no not not really since the whole slavery thing. Right. I mean, Articles of Confederacy meaning like slavery and being able to keep those rights. I haven't seen a modern day version of the left saying, yes, let's split off from the rest of the country based on blank ideology. I mean, there's been, you know, some loose talk about how, you know, We'll call out. We should probably, we should probably, you know, maybe split off from like the middle of the country and the, and, and most of the South. But, you know, most of that is kind of fun talk of like, hey, why don't we just get rid of those guys? Why don't we just like annex Florida kind of thing? <laughs> I think the Bugs Bunny cartoon where he saws off in the entire right, state right, of Florida. Right, right. It is far from serious. No, it's it's nothing serious at all. So, Rick, go ahead. Fault between the pagan left and the religious right. Well, he's not Iraq. wrong. <laughs> pagan left. Pagan left. <laughs> yeah. And you've got a religious right whose God is Ayn Rand. Yeah. Well, that's a god you want to follow. (laughs) Are compelling me and others to immediately get ready to defend our families, our personal lives, and our properties. Against what? Healthcare. Right. Right. We want people with the rights. Right. They're going to need to defend themselves against, you know, 
healthcare, equal rights, uh, voting rights. Yeah, the the Gender Equality Act or whatever the fuck it's called. The uh, the, equal, the ERA, the Equal Rights Act. Yeah, remember, it's right. one, one state away from being ratified finally. Which yeah. could potentially be Utah. I, I, I'm not I mean, to be your own I mean, horn, but there's, that'd be great there's, there's a really big push. There's a really big push here. They're terrified Rick. they're not going to be in charge anymore. I agree. If violence erupts in America over the impeachment and ouster of President Trump, specifically, the Democrats are forcing me to stockpile ammunition, food, water, and medical supplies. I mean, are we really? Are we really forcing you? Hey, Rick, uh, in my basement full of like survival gear that I have here, I have some water. I have some a couple of Jim Baker buckets, and I have some food that'll last me a little while. Out well, in my freezer, I have a handful of like meat that's going to be going bad pretty quickly. But you best believe I'm going to smoke that the minute I possibly can. Well, I always keep a box of the MREs here in case of Mister Earthquake. <laughs> right, but I just I just keep a list of neighbors. That have you know way the more than they need. need the stuff that they need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the real fun is trying to eat an MRE right before its ex- expiration date oh, oh boy once you yeah uh, go ahead and have the ham steak which tastes like tuna <laughs> oh <laughs> it's weird then you know oh yeah, you I, know no I uh, the the fucking the the Thai chicken was one of the best ones I ever had because it had that heating element are you kidding yeah. me. One of the best things you could possibly do to an MRE is actually make it warm for consumption <laughs> instead of eating it shit cold. <laughs> I bet that people have reasons other than end of the world stuff to want emergency rations, but I can't tell you how weird it sounds that that is normal. Come on, and when you live in fucking Mad Max territory, you get, you have. Toe cutter ready to go at any point. You have sure, sure, sure. I just wanted to. I just look, look. It, it's I. I'm I'm going to be disillusioned if you do not have barrels of gasoline stashed away. Oh, <laughs> disillusion you. The closest case of Vegemite is if we have to drive long distance, we make sure we have water in the car in case you break down. But the whole idea of keeping emergency supplies because the disaster is coming. Don't disillusion me. Everybody in Australia has a crossbow mounted to the top of their car. I know this. <laughs> hey, the reason that I the reason I have the case of MREs is because back in 92 when we had the Rodney King riots, I mean, we, we were sealed in our houses effectively for four days. Right, because you're all scared of black people. Right? <laughs> No, after we 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 hey we had national guardsmen at every corner telling us we had to get in our apartments or we had to get in home when the sun went down. That was what a sublime song that came out with that it was like April 19, 1992 or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it was a riot it, in the streets. Where yeah, the it was. Were you? <laughs> Wait, was it was it sublime or three eleven? No, I don't it was know. Sublime. It was Subl- sublime. I've I get those I get those two mixed up because they're pretty much the same group. I'm looking it up only because I don't remember. So, yeah, Sublime. Let me see. It was. It was Sublime. 
want to let it burn, want to let it burn. Yeah, yes, April, April, it, it was. It April was. 29th, 1992. There we go. It was. It yeah. was. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a long-standing joke from between old friends, old friends that Sublime and 311 are the same group. I, of people. I just love the yeah. fact that, yeah. that, uh, Bradley from fucking Sublime is like, yeah, that's when I got my best fucking guitar and recording equipment that I ever got <laughs> was yeah. through the Rodney King riots that happened. <laughs> yeah, but it was pretty scary when they were throwing Molotov cocktails only two blocks away or one block away from us. Well, yeah, 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 but let's not forget that they had a fucking good point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yes, I agree with you on that one. All right, let's let Rick say what else he's going to say. To defend my family, home, and church. This is a bad dream that won't end, and it's brought to you by the Trump haters. Oh, the Jews. Okay. All right, cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Rick. <laughs> thanks. I mean, it's gonna end. One way or another. I mean, all eras end. <laughs> I strongly encourage you to take immediate action to prepare your home and family for the worst. Don't seriously dismiss my warning that a revolution could erupt or widespread civil disruptions, even civil war. (laughs) Only if they started. He keeps pushing the goddamn civil war narrative. Well, so it's not. So OANN. Yeah, that's what they want. That's the worst thing. True News and OANN won a civil war. That's what. Well, and, yeah. and meanwhile, I at the same time want to go to civil war because I saw at Target the other day, or was it Walmart, the fact that they have pogs for sale again. What? Yeah, Kyle. Yeah, pogs are back. <laughs> and they're selling. What? <laughs> Why? Joe, you have a good fucking. I'm mean, sorry. Uh, Bobby, you have a good fucking question there. Why? Yeah, yeah no shit. Why? Because Why? everything old is new again. Ah, fuck this. So the, burn this motherfucker down. Let's take to the streets. Fuck. I'm, I'm going to riot over Power Ranger pogs that don't exist. <laughs> I'm going to get my bulldog slammer and I'm going to go against all those poison ones that exist out there. Are you fucking kidding me? This is the level of, you know, worry that Rick Wiles should have about a fucking civil war that's happening here. And like, I'm not worried that Pokemon players are going to sudden, all of a sudden, outnumber the fact that Warhammer the Gathering or Warhammer uh, 40k people out there or Magic the Gathering people. It's not going to fucking happen. No, no. The civil war is going to be in Pogfall. <laughs> I'm going to fight you with the lids of my milk bottle. Oh, God. God is going to come down to Pete Buttigieg and Donald J. Trump fighting over Pogs. Slammer fight with the giant tube of Pogs that they have. Oh. And you know Trump will pout when he loses and, and immediately go back on Pepsi's. Oh, yeah, because he won't, he won't have the fortitude to actually... Throw the slammer down in in <laughs> any way. He's not going to leave the White House. How was talking about? How was his pogs and thing? No, they're not going to. Well, at this point in time, it's really just kind of a, it's a write off. 
look, he's tainted the entire place. You just got to burn it down and start uh, over. It's, no, it's it is also going to take generations to get that fucking place back to. I mean, have you right. have you have you seen pictures of the interior lately? Yeah, all, it's so bad that the bed see, bugs left. Yeah. All I needed to see is the fact that he had Andrew Jackson as the fucking portrait he had in focus, like whenever he was talking to the press. I'm like, yeah, that's that tells me everything I need to know about this guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you see what the else? picture. You see the pictures of the uh, rat traps that are outside of the White House. Too. Jesus Christ! <laughs> what odds they're going to have to uh, check the silver is still there when they leave? <laughs> no shit. Oh. You know he wants that two scoops. He's going to make sure he gets it. Nah, just let him go. Just let him take it. Just let it go. Yeah, give him the snake. You, you take. Yeah, take yeah just, just, man, just go. Just, yeah, just, just, just imagine if. Just, yeah, just imagine if. Elizabeth Warren gets elected and she goes in and she looks in the bathroom and Trump took the gold toilet with him. That's fine. He can have it. Do you take it? You that's that's your entire net worth at this point. You take it. I couldn't use anything he said on anyway. I don't know. Yeah. I, I have thought about going to the Guggenheim only to shit on the golden toilet, but it, I think it got stolen recently. I think it's well, no, no, no. It's it's still there. The problem is it it'll retain warmth for a surprising amount of time. I'm and, I'm actually okay with that, Kyle. <laughs> no. I I like the thought of warm nethers. Let's just put it that way. No, I I do too, but <laughs> but not not there and not at that point in time. Uh you just don't use your imagination enough there. <laughs> no, I, I do, and that's the problem. We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. Next thing you know, I'm wearing absolutely nothing. Except for my socks. And you know when I'm down to just my socks what time it is. It's business time. question the fact that uh, most of us live in Utah and the fact that we have the LDS church around us at all times and we have the Mormon church and uh, this is the same thing. Uh, there's a question that came into LDS living uh, recently that said ask a Latter-day Saint therapist what no. is and isn't appropriate in married sexuality. No. Yes, Kyle. No. This will be a very how do I want to say it? Very light and crop dusted way of us going over this whole thing because this is pages and pages of them talking about this stuff. So the question oh, is God, the- how does there how does anything they write about sexuality last more than three minutes? So the question starting out saying, uh, in God's eyes, what is appropriate in the parentheses and not appropriate in the marriage bedroom? And of course, the uh, the the person that got asked this question says, 
I love this question. There are no, so many don't. of us who have asked it because we wanted to enjoy sexual intimacy. And it goes into President Spencer Kimball, and it talks about all this other stuff, and it quotes all this stuff. So I want to get to the bullet points. But uh, number one, sexuality is for building bonds of love between husband and wife, or in our case, as Utah Outcast, husband and husband, or wife and wife, you know? Look, yes. Okay. 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 But however, there are people that live asexual lifestyles, hence my wife, and uh, is somebody it, you don't always have to have sex in order for it to be a closely knit relationship. True, true, true. But but I th- but I think we can agree it is it is an important relationship building element amongst partners. Yeah, anybody who tends to get married before sure. you fucked, I always look don't. at it kind of weird. You know? Yeah, don't. Uh, bullet point number two, tenderness and respect, not selfishness, lead to holy sexuality. Um, holy sexuality. <laughs> I mean, look, if you took if you took the phrase holy sexuality out of it, then yes. Sure. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. <laughs> okay, number bullet point number three, which destroys this whole thing for us here. And uh, we are taking a very myopic and quick stance of looking at this one. Uh, sexuality is also for creating life. Yeah, no. Fuck that. No. That's a byproduct of fucking life. Including the propagation of sexually transmitted disease life as part of that. Ah, no. Bad. No. No. I mean, I mean, I mean, it, it, it is, but that's an undesirable side effect. But technically, I mean, I mean, children are too, but that, that's <laughs> technically passing syphilis on is creating life during a sexual act. Yeah, but <laughs> no, it's bad life. All right, bullet point number four says be open to experimentation. Yes, in an LDS article, this this actually says this. Absolutely, be open to experimentation, but honor. Your spouse's boundaries. So when your spouse yes. is red, you stop. <laughs> no. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. I absolutely one hundred percent. I can find nothing to disagree with there. No, and that's the, that's the really funny thing. Right. Like I, I found this news item, and I'm like, this is going to be fun. And then I started reading into it, and I'm like, holy shit, this guy actually has a pretty good understanding of what sexuality is about. You know, I mean, besides the whole, you yeah. know, being uh, based on scripture and everything else, is like, hey. Try some fun shit, but make sure you say right. you say right. no, 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 no. That's not for me. Right? So no, yes, no. That is absolutely one hundred percent. Yes, absolutely. So, he Explore, says, experiment. Yes, respect boundaries. He yes. says here with uh, with love making as with love, there is no quote one experience that fits all. We all need different things in order to feel loved, safe, and respected. Yes. I know I, that's what threw me off the yes. most about this whole fucking article. Holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> no, no, nail head. Yes, there. Uh, and the last yes. last paragraph on that one says sometimes the sacrifice takes the form of giving up a sexual hope because your spouse isn't okay with it. No, god damn it, you ruined it. No, I I kind of agree with that. My wife is not going to be into a lot of the freaky shit that I'm into. 
If she's not okay with it, I'm not going to make her do it. That's what I'm, I guess that's what he's trying to say. Well, that means don't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, she's not going to be comfortable like spouting off lines from the Berenstain Bears when I'm in the middle of getting rammed with a fucking like 12 inch cock. I mean, that's yeah, just but, not going to happen. But, but has she tried it? You never know until you try. So we're, we're yeah. very much that household where try it <laughs> once. And if you don't like it, then don't do it again. But at least you could say, hey, I tried it. I'm not a big fan of that. Ex- exactly. All right. Bullet point number five for this guy's crazy argument. He says, you were created, which I have a problem with, to feel pleasure. Oh, I mean, well, we just have a lot of pleasure receptors in our brain, and that's where we can end it without on that one. Uh, but he I says, mean, I mean, he's not. Yeah, I, I mean, when I get it, when I drill down, it's a lot grosser than it sounds here. Don't drill down, then. I, I'm not. I mean, to- I mean, I mean, I mean, please do, but <laughs> <laughs> harder, baby. <laughs> Uh, he does say, give yourself permission to do so. So he says, uh, your bodies were created in the image of God. That's how we feel on that one. And certain parts of your anatomy exist solely for the purpose of sexual pleasure. Think about yeah. Okay. Your body fulfills the measure of its creation in part by experiencing loving, pleasurable sexuality in a committed marriage relationship or just, you know, a relationship. It doesn't have to be committed marriage relationship. It doesn't need to be those two. Okay. There's a lot to this whole article. I I only really mainly wanted to hit on the bullet points only because I'm like, holy shit, I actually agree with a lot of the stuff that this LDS guy is saying about sexuality because it's not too far off from the mark. However, I can see that this was written for an audience in mind. Sure, but I mean, okay. Look, everything is written with an audience in mind. So, especially okay. based on your, you know, your uh, main audience from for LDS living is going to be very, very Mormon people that are looking for answers to questions. Sure, Nate. This sounds a lot like somebody who's having to address an audience who have been taught that sex is evil and then they get married and they're allowed to have sex and suddenly discover all of that brainwashing doesn't disappear with a marriage ceremony. Yeah, they're having trouble. I mean, yeah, this is written for people who are suddenly discovering that, wow, this is kind of neat, but I feel bad about it. Really? Don't feel bad about it. It's not just neat. It can be fucking awesome. Want to get in touch with the Outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker. Well, shit, you name it. Uh, You can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined... Click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. God, last night, it's, it's like nonstop going on. He gave me. I didn't know if I can live through it. Yeah, you said that. And I said, you just need to be at peace right now because I, 
No, I won't be. But I said, just so he could sleep for a few hours. Just, to, I said, Jim, you just need to be. At, God said, because you said you ju a judgment and a, a storm, a shaking, a, an event, so horrible. Man has never seen it before. Bullshit or bullshit you can buy. This is the segment that has been, uh, uh, let's see, I would say piloted by our good buddy. Uh, Ann Wynn Davies, who is actually joining us this week, uh, <laughs> she doesn't get to enjoy quite from the uh, the purse that she normally does, where she gets to listen to us talk about this. But I mean, she's still going to enjoy the fact that I'm going to read this off and share with you everybody out there uh, whether or not this product that we're talking about here is bullshit or bullshit you can buy. And it's actually, I guess, more or less like fifty fifty right now with uh, Kyle and myself being the main voters on this whole thing. Joe, uh, Bob, I hope you guys are listening right now, and uh, hopefully you'll cast your vote on whether you think this is bullshit or bullshit you can buy. For people out there that might be listening to this, uh, we have a couple of ghost listeners who are listening. They're not here on video. They're not here on. They're here on audio only, so let's go ahead and get started with the first product that we have up there. A Sanskrit term meaning wheel or circle. Chakras represent the seven specific energy centers found in the body. From the crown chakra that assures the calm peace of mind to be the root, offering a grounding and positive energy addressing each point is thought to provide balance and inner peace. Indulge your own chakras with this shea butter bath salt set. Featuring seven aromatic varieties blended with essential oils and tinted with all natural micas. For this beautiful glow, ref uh, featuring refreshing scents such as eucalyptus, rosemary, peppermint, and more, these meditative salts bring balanced sense of calm back to a post work bath. And this consists of seven 0 0.8 ounce tubes containing the following scents. So let's go down the list here. Lavender for your crown chakra. Feel like a king with lavender soothing your crown by opening knowledge, aspirations, and a calm peace of mind. The second one, rosemary. Third eye chakra. Close your eyes with rosemary to focus the third eye on self-realization intuition, and release. Eucalyptus for throat chakra. Clear your throat with eucalyptus to balance relationships, expression, and add, in sick in parentheses, belief. Peppermint is for your heart chakra. I would never go with heart with peppermint, but what do I know? Uh, pour your heart out with peppermint while discovering harmony and love. Forgiveness, compassion, and self-acceptance. Frankincense and myrrh is the next one here. This is for the solar plexus chakra. Become a happy ray of sunshine with frankincense and myrrh. Unlocking intellect, humor. Uh, what are the other things? Sister? Humor and self-confidence. Sandalwood is for sacral chakra. Which is channel your inner siren with, with sandalwood. Sandalwood's typically in my version of the world, a masculine scent. 
I could be wrong on that one, but it, it usually tends to be. So I, I, I disagree with you on that one. Responsible for emotions, sensuality, and intimacy. And then dragon's blood, which is the root chakra. Plant a root of security and self-preservation to ground yourself in positive energy. Now, Kyle, these, this whole thing that I read off here, seven 0.8-ounce tubes containing the following scents. Is this bullshit or bullshit that you can buy? That sounds like bullshit you can buy. Now, only because I want to be contrarian here. Sure. Is the fact that I'm going to go with that this is uh, bullshit that you... This is regular bullshit. Now, I need to go to the document here and find out if this is actual a a, a bullshit that you can buy. Uh, and as I'm looking at the highlighted segment here, it doesn't have any links or anything. So this is complete bullshit. Kyle, you have been fooled. As oh, I'm right here. And I'm, sure you can, I'm sure you can buy it. Really? I don't see I don't see the links on the, 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 the show notes that you sent me here. Uh let me give that to you now. Yeah, please, please, yes, please, please do because please, please vindicate me. Because <laughs> Kyle has no. not been wrong yet, and that has been yeah, one of well, I, I was hoping that there was something here about Chakra Khan, you know, but uh, <laughs> I just <laughs> I just sent you the link. Hey, got it here. Uncommongoods.com product slash chakra bald bath salt set. Yep, it is something that you can absolutely buy. It was not in the show notes. That is the only reason. I mean, I can't say um, Sorry, it was in my notes. <laughs> Kyle is vindicated. God damn yes. it. <laughs> Now, I, I'm not. I'm not going to bring up any of these reviews that you guys could see on YouTube. But mm -hmm. out of the 58 customers that have reviewed this, it is mostly 39 uh, of these 50 that say five stars. Uh, number the first one that we have here. Well, I mean, they're they're look, they're bath salts. They 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 generally just smell nice, and they're yeah. bath salts. But am I going to so eat anybody's face after I ingest these bath salts? Even yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but well, I mean, I mean, it really depends on which ones you ingest. But look, if you if you snort the peppermint ones, you're definitely eating faces. Yeah, but eucalyptus means that I'm definitely going to be eating somebody at that point. <laughs> yeah, but not the face. I wonder no. which one of those would turn you into the biggest freak. The rosemary. <laughs> come on. I don't know, but they come in a nice rainbow set, so you could be happy. <laughs> oh, man. How did, I, how did I know you were going to say it's a rainbow set? <laughs> because of course it is. All right. Next one that we have on our bullshit or bullshit you can buy. God damn it, Kyle. You have been undefeated this entire <laughs> goddamn time. <laughs> And so the next one that I have here says, uh, people love the, the energy of, you know, bullshit brand stones. Our building is a vortex of high resonance vibrations that are healing, soothing, calming, and centering. 
So your stones already come to you with incredible energy. Oh my god, really? <laughs> uh, Alright, so let me see. But I wanted to take it to another level. I created an entire charging station with bullshit brand that you see in this photograph. And I don't have a photograph because I, I'm not going to spoil things for myself. The centerpiece of which is a custom-made organite charging plate made especially for me and this purpose. It is it is the only one of its kind. Its intense soaring vibrations is immediately felt by anyone who holds it. God damn it, Joe. <laughs> And it accumulates and emits powerful life force energy. I had a specific, specially made for, made by an orgone artist to enrich my tools, improve my physical health, and balance our environment. God damn it. I had like four years. <laughs> Look, guys, Utah liquor laws have changed recently, and it's really hard to pay attention when you. <laughs> Should anyway. I take a it is here at our headquarters for any of the bullshit brand team to charge their tools or to bathe in its frequency. And it's here for you to charge any tools you order from my shop. When you purchase this listing, your entire order, small or large, will be placed on the station. God damn it, Anwin. <laughs> <laughs> With candles lit. The result, I intend is that you'll receive an extra layer of intensity with your sacred tools. And in parentheses here, it says, please note, the listing is not for an actual charging plate. Your tools will be will be placed on, upon our charging plate before being sent to you. Uh, and when, go ahead. God damn it. Read, read it to us because I'm done. <laughs> clip. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know about Orgone? Orgone is another name for the ubiquitous cosmic energy found throughout nature and in all living things. It is prana, chi, the life force. Organite is a way for us to channel this vital energy through a layered combination of clear resin, like fiberglass or urethane, precious metals like gold or copper, and organic materials like crystals. This plate is layered with potent gemstones for crystal magic, then surrounded by deposits of gold for abundance and copper for superior conduction of the energy it channels. I had it designed in the shape of the mystical Sri Yanta, a Sanskrit word from ancient tantric tradition. This is... <laughs> This interlocking matrix of triangles symbolizes divinity and represents Mount Meru, the cosmic mountain at the center of the universe. This is way too much information to be fucking bullshit. <laughs> the stones Edwin, the I love you. I love you. But this, I have an <clears throat> uncle who has a fucking YouTube channel that has as many subscribers as we have on Utah Outcasts, and he does astrology. <laughs> you want me to finish it? We're almost yeah, done. Yeah, fin finish up, but I'm just like, fucking... 
What is wrong with this world? <laughs> Stones oh. from the center outward are opal for transformation and shungite for purification. Quartz <laughs> 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 for magnification. Phenocyte for enlightened wisdom. Amethyst for spiritual attunement. And sugarlite for healing, and lastly, Labradorite for new beginnings. When you purchase this offering, I will charge the tools you order on my Organite charging station to elevate their vibration and potency before shipping them to you. The plate is surrounded by quartz from the four corners of the planet. <laughs> Elevating the energies of our planet as we do this great work of ascension together. Okay, so Kyle, <laughs> is this bullshit or bullshit you can buy? I have my opinion. I want to know what you think. It, it, is, it is bullshit. But if if you sold this bullshit, you could make a lot of money. I think, in my heart of hearts, as I just confessed there, that I have an uncle that makes more money than I do, working as hard as I do, talking about what may be in fucking random ass ways. I think this is bullshit you could buy. So, <laughs> Anwin, please <laughs> let us know. You can buy it. Oh, uh, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm rather, finally right for once. Or rather, you can rent it. You can pay for it to be used whatever your preferred choice of woo is. <laughs> oh, my you know, God. Oh, God damn it. You need to lose an hour to disbelief. Check out the link. Oh, this hurts I'm telling so you. bad. You know, this reminds me of the Orgoni box that Wilhelm Reich supposedly built back in the 50s, and it supposedly gave you super orgasms. And it, he actually marketed it, and the FDA put him out of business. I, I, I don't need super orgasms, and one is enough. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, uh, oh my God. It's available on a website called Sage Goddess. Um, because, of course, your, it is. For all your woo needs. Oh, okay. and, um, is, there a, is there a parsley and a rosemary and thyme goddess, too? Go with just, the Sage Goddess? If, they, if there is, they have their own websites. Just, God damn it. <laughs> I don't that, think there's much no, more you could say beyond no, that. No, this sounded that sounded way, that sounded way too fake. It hit, it hit all, it hit like all the woo keywords. God <laughs> damn it! So, so for some examples of the kind of woo you can buy, they have a violet perfume for peace, self-expression, and drawing in love. God damn it! Um, no, it just got no. If you've got a spare $8, you can get a humbled, ritilated quartz pebble for summoning immediate transformation. Those words hurt me. They, they honestly hurt me. 
I gotta buy like a dozen to put on Curly's grave, man. I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> Don't do that. It'll bring him back. <laughs> the, the list of the list of, of um of various things that you can get. There are uh, index list of stuff you can buy. Collectible crystals, smudging and incense, gems and minerals, because apparently they need to be separate from crystals. Magic candles, digital content, magical gifts, divination. It's all here. It's it's basically your one-stop bullshit shop. Wait, did you just say divination? Like fucking yep. Professor Trelawney? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you can buy a real magic wand for, you know, only a couple of hundred dollars from them. <sighs> that brings and- out my inner Bootsy Collins. Magic stick. Why are we in the wrong profession, Kyle? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Kyle and I could be the fucking Ben and Jerry's of fucking woo if we really tried. Well, well here's the thing is... All, we, all we'd have to do is jerk into a bucket once a month. This is literally <laughs> buy some of their overpriced woo shit, put it on this plate for however long, and they charge you for it. How much do you think they charge for this extra service? A fucking charging plate. Oh god damn it. For this for this service, they will charge I'm sure a couple hundred. I'm Eighty sure bucks per square meter. Let's put it that way. Oh, I'm thinking more three figures. No, 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 no. It's it's uh, it's around 50. It's around 50 per charge. No, it is a bargain. $1 per item. Oh, really? Oh, that's a really good fucking price. I th- Yeah. What are we bus- might have some stuff we need to send them our way. Like this uh, a Gretzko fucking pop figure that I have here. Or, <laughs> or my oh, bad wow. that I have on the... Wow. The thing that gets me is she actually has a section that's basically people stop asking if you can buy it from me. There's only one. You have to pay me to use it. I, t- t- oh, my God. <laughs> well, I mean, this is another sterling example of free enterprise, fellas. Yeah, my statement still stands. Kyla and I could be the fucking Ben and Jerry of fucking woo if we actually didn't give a shit about what we were talking about. I just I I can't believe that's the one I lost. I can't believe that's the one I lost. On. <laughs> I'm not. There was sure way too much. There was I'm way not too sure much. Whether to be flattered or insulted that you thought I'd write I I don't I don't I don't know either. Point and win. Let's just end God that one. Damn it! <laughs> Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron? You're not getting the entire show each week. It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear, or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. 
That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash utahoutcasts for more information. All he says is, kill me, kill me, kill me. Don't you have some message for him, Padre? You could at least tell him to put his faith in God, couldn't you? I'll pray for him for the rest of my days. But I will not risk testing his faith against your stupidity. All right, folks, uh, we have a news item that I wanted to bring up to everybody out there, only because I can't believe that this lady, uh, this comes to us from FriendlyAtheist.com, Patheos, the the blog for uh, Hemet Meta, uh, talking about right-wing radio host Sheila Zelensky, who once said the NFL was brainwashing viewers with gamma rays, somehow got even wackier recently when she recited a prayer aimed at the critics of Donald Trump. And aren't you in luck? I have the audio of this prayer here. Not the oh, audio, of course you do. Of so, course you do. <laughs> because I fucking hate, I hate you and Felicia so much that I bring this to you. <laughs> I keep you sane. Let's just put it that way. Anyway, let's listen to Sheila, what she's got to say here. Here we go. Father, we send out legions of mighty warrior angels, according to Hebrews. We bind, cage, and chain those devils that are operating against Donald J. Trump. We loose a wall of fire of the Holy Ghost around ourselves, Donald J. Trump, and America. Father, we lift up Donald J. Trump and his family to you. And, and I'm, I say this, <laughs> Satan, we bind you, rebuke you, and render you powerless. And your workers of iniquity, powerless right now against Donald J. Trump. We bind the strong man assigned to Donald J. Trump in the mighty name of Jesus. We cut and bring to naught the power. Wait, she said cunt? But, uh, no, we cut. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. <sighs> I just need to interrupt because that's a whole lot of crazy. That's. We just got done talking about how, you know, somebody was allowing somebody to charge the fact that they put their items on this person's, like, mantle and there's only one is in existence that this thing happens on but well at least she didn't break out and start talking in tongues x oh no no just <laughs> joe just hang on a second man give, give, give it time give it time oh power the spirit of the witch the wizards the warlocks the witch doctors the magi the divinators all sorcerers high priests going tomorrow sending attacks and assignments against him and God's people. We sever the silver cords of every spirit that astral projecting, even human spirits in the mighty name of Jesus. We cut off every ritual, custom, ceremony, curse, hex, vex, spell, incantation, chant, evil spoken judgment, magic, evil prayer, dance, trance, animal and human sacrifices. Okay, give this lady some credit because she's just fucking riffing right now. She's riffing. And she continues, but I wanted to interrupt before she gets to the point that I want to highlight here. Holy shit. I wish I could make money doing this. Um, Here she goes. Drums, shells, beads, bones, candles, pins, nails, rituals, customs, voodoo, hoodoo, hulu, julu. (laughs) Oh, crap. I was wrong. (laughs) Voodoo, hulu, judo. (laughs) Did she, did she mention Netflix along with Hulu? 
Hang on. Let's, let's, she has one more. She said Santeria at the very end, right there. Voodoo. Look, it doesn't count if you throw if you don't throw in Disney Plus. Hulu. Oh. Judo. <laughs> Santeria and CBS All Access. <laughs> hey, hey, she forgot the Soka Gakai in Scientology. <laughs> Holy shit, man. I mean, nom I, yo, ringake yo, nom, nom yo, yo, ring yo. <laughs> I just keep thinking of fucking the, the Hare Krishnas of the 80s where it's like, Hare right. Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Rama, Hare Rama. <laughs> I mean, she's really doing herself a disservice for forgetting the hoodoo and the, and the ruku. What about the hulu? <laughs> I mean, how else am I going to watch the fucking Runaway Season 3? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I I don't mean to interrupt, but just, I find it fucking funny that she's like, oh, yeah, the hoodoo, the hoo-hoo, and the boo-boo, and the shoo-shoo, and the moo-moo, and I'm all against all them things because, you know, Donald Trump is against all them things. Yeah, and he's paying $130,000 for porn stars. Just imagine if she'd gotten on to Reiki and your achy Reiki Reiki heart. <laughs> don't tell my heart. My achy Reiki heart. I just don't think it'll understand. <laughs> <laughs> now that's some bullshit you can buy. <laughs> Divine, are you a lesbian? Yes, I have done everything. Does blood turn you on? It does more than turn me on, Mr. Vader. It makes me come. And more than the sight of it, I love the taste of it. The taste of hot, freshly killed blood. Could you give us some of your political beliefs? Kill everyone now. Condone first-degree murder. Advocate cannibalism. Eat shit. Filth are my politics. Filth is my life. All right. Coach Dave is um, very much against Coach, uh, not Coach. <laughs> Coach Dave is against Coach Dave. Um, he's against Pete Buttigieg because, gee, I wonder why. I, I don't oh, think we need to expand on that at all, Kyle. I think no, we, no, we, I mean, we, we really don't. Of all the reasons to, of all, of all the reasons, yeah, we don't to have to a to have a problem with Pete. And, yeah. <laughs> The fact that he, he doesn't want college he, to be free for everybody. He wants to, to be charged more towards billionaires, which that's not how like libraries work, man. That's you, that's just that's just not how it works. I understand citizens I, should pay their I, own fair share, but uh, Yeah, no, I understand I understand the sentiment, but that's just not how no, it works. No. Anyway, so Coach Butt stuff is gonna talk to us about uh Pete Buttigieg. Here we go. If a man Cannot figure out what to do with his sexual organs. He has no business being in the White House. Oh, oh, I can guarantee you. That's a test knows, for office. He knows. He knows exactly what to do with them. That's a test for office. Yeah. Well, no, it's not a test for office. Well, but like it's, but it's but it's it is a test. The president has nothing to do with office. I was going to well, say the presidential ACT has to do where it says. Question one, what do you do with your cock? A, do you put it into a moist hole and thrust it around until you come like God? Do you B, thrust it into a different moist hole and come until you like feel like you're a God? 
or do you see just ignore it? <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> or D, do you, do you, do you or, or D, you have a porn star just sit there and laugh at you and then turn around and whip your butt with a copy of, of magazine. Oh my God. <laughs> do you secretly wish it did not look like a mushroom? <laughs> Toad. And people try to, when I talked about Mayor, Mayor Butt Plug the other day, I think. Mayor Butt Plug. God damn it. Oh my God. No, 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 no. Uh, it no. doesn't even work with the whole fucking naming convention. No, like, it yeah. doesn't. It does not work. It does not work. It is not clever. It is not funny. It is not anything other than just make you sound like a douche. If you would say like Mayor Pete Booty Judge, that makes more sense than like butt plug. Right. It does because it's true. <sighs> Fucking Dave. They, they, they cannot get it. They just cannot get it. That a man, listen to me, a man having sex with a lot of women is perfectly normal, but immoral. But he still supports Trump. Is it though? I mean, I don't, really? I don't understand I mean, how whoa. one man plus twenty partners equals kind of immoral, but okay with me. But one man plus another man all of a sudden means you're going straight to fucking hell. I mean, it, it's really dependent on your own subjective morality, but to the person involved or the well, people it, involved, to the people involved, uh, yeah, no, not. And do you be notice because it is subjective? Do you well, notice he doesn't Dave. say anything about women on women? Maybe that's a secret fantasy. Well, I mean, it's not really a secret fantasy. It is just a fantasy. Period. Coach Dave loves to watch strap-on videos. That's what I'm just going to say. There is that. <laughs> Who doesn't? Is I mean, there why a, not? I mean, no, no, I mean, is there anybody out there that does not enjoy I, a good pegging video? No, here's the funny thing is that whenever I watch anything like that, I absolutely love women that have no idea what it's like to have a cock pretending that they know what it's like to thrust. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, hit the mute button. <laughs> <sighs> yes, that is one of the most enjoyable parts of those videos. <laughs> Look, man, as a guy that's a connoisseur of that kind of thing, I, I, I enjoy that quite a bit. I'm like, wait, you're using way too much ass. You need to use more hip. <laughs> I'm saying nothing. <laughs> you don't get to say nothing. You don't get to say nothing. We need it. We need a dissertation here. <laughs> All right, Co Coach okay, Dave. My, my dissertation is I no longer make fun of guys who don't know where the clitoris is because, yeah, um, turns out I don't know what I'm doing either when the gender is. Oh, Felicia missed a good week. <laughs> I think we're I think we're done here. <laughs> moving, moving on to Coach Buttplug here. Hang on. Donald Trump sleeping with a thousand women. I don't know. 
is perfectly normal human response, but immoral. We used to be able to call it immoral. We're not allowed to call that that anymore, right? But Mayor Pete <clears throat> Butplug, I said that again on purpose. What he is doing is not only immoral, it's unnatural. <laughs> Fuck me, man. In order, in order for you to do so, you would have to shove something in my ass, but I mean, just just one. <laughs> just absolutely just just you know, first thing on the list. There is no no way. No way that Donald Trump has slept with a thousand women. No, that gets pretty no. costly after a while. No way. And, no way. It, I mean, it has it has I, I I'd be willing to bet. I'd be very, very willing to bet. It has not gone above 20. <laughs> well, I think it's the, closer to 10, fella. The, the amount of fucking over that Russia has done to Donald Trump over the years, that that's with no lube. That's not to say with much. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'd be willing to bet he has been fucked more than he has fucked. I agree. Uh, but Coach Dave is going to say something contrary to that so whatever continue it's a crime against nature it doesn't even make sense oh oh, it makes a lot of sense oh (sighs) coach dave you telling me butt fucking doesn't mean anything to you at all like you haven't thought about this at all oh i got a feeling that on his laptop there's a lot of downloads there's a lot of gay porn uh, on fucking Coach Dave's laptop. Are you kidding me? This is a man that hates entirely too much for him to be completely clean of it. Because, you know, most people, they're like, hey, gay porn. You know, I'm not going to outwardly say, like, I'm I'm a connoisseur of that, which I don't understand that to begin with. But at the same time, it's like the people that are coming out and talking as loudly as they possibly can of, like, Oh, that's sick. That's seditious. That's terrible human behavior. I'm more inclined to believe that this kind of person is a connoisseur of that kind of thing. Well, yeah, they're usually the people who somehow have two grinder profiles. All you have to do is go to the statistical section of Pornhub, go to the Pornhub blog, and just look at the statistics where and they break them down by states, they break them down by countries, and you find out the Bible Belt. It's a center of kinkiness. But if they would just embrace it, though, that's the thing that kills me the most is that if they would just hug onto it a little bit harder. Well, right. But, you know, hey, no, they're gonna, they're, they're just gonna cling on to their gay incest form. Ugh. Yet, people are actively considering allowing that man to be president of the United States. Well, I mean, as well, long as I have anything to say, he's not going to be the president. Not, not really. He's not doing that well. No, and the fact that he won't open up his, like, ledgers to let everybody know who he is indebted to when it comes to <laughs> campaign financing funds. That's kind of a black mark against you in the, the lefty world nowadays. Like, if you don't tell us who you're taking money from, we're kind of be like, I don't trust you at all as a person. Yeah. <laughs> That's Coach Dave for you. He's it's not the most popular. Wicked. It's beyond wicked. We have lost our ability to reason, folks. Have we? 
Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, have we really? According to Coach Dave, yeah. I mean, we're just beyond the pale nowadays. We're the worst oh, fucking people well, on the planet. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to argue with that. <laughs> Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Okay, we have a, a certain segment that we, we try to do every once in a while whenever we hear from anybody in our audience that wants to send us listener mail. And we happen to have a really good story that came to us from, uh, let me scroll up here to find out who we're talking about, uh, from Grant, who sent us a, a letter of somebody who uh, left an East African refugee camp, but uh, Utah terrified her. Uh, she came to Utah and she actually fit in and Utah is one of those few places in the conservative part of the world, the Rust Belt, as you would put it, where we actually welcome immigrants. We're, we're kind of weird in that regard, but it, it's a really good news article. I will try my best to make sure I put it out there for everybody to check out, but uh, Utah is actually a pretty fucking progressive place when it comes to the, the immigrant situation in the country. Uh, yeah. The other one that I have is came to us from Martin, who wanted to talk to us about this lady from, uh, let's see, she's the new uh, party leader for UKIP in the UK. And they have an election coming up this week, and I felt it's only best for us to talk about it here. Uh, this lady by the name of Mrs. Mountain, she's the new leader of the UKIP after Farage left. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and let the audio play because you you guys will really appreciate the uh, the insanity that this lady is talking about here, especially about her own party in the UK. You've got 40 candidates. Do you have any um, black candidates? No, we haven't got any. But we have got... Um, so you must think I'm dreadful that I don't know this, but uh, we do have... Um, I think he's Indian. I didn't have... So sorry. I don't know the detail. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the first taste that we have of Miss Martin here from the U from UKIP. That do you guys have any person of black heritage? No, but we might have an Indian. But I don't know his name, even though I'm the fucking party leader. Okay. Oh man. It, it gets worse. Hang on. I should have familiarized myself. Well you, well, you think you got one Asian or something? Yes, yeah. Right. And um, what do you think of uh, Tommy Robinson? Are you close to Tommy Robinson or not? I thought you'd ask me about Tommy Robinson. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, there are some people in the party who uh, are sympathetic with the predicament that Tommy Robinson is in. No, you should not be sympathetic mm -hmm. to Tommy Robinson <clears throat> at all. At fucking all. He's a fucking hooligan that deserves to be in fucking prison. Jesus Christ. I... You guys give us shit for having Trump as a president, but then you have this lady who's the leader of one of your main parties. The, I mean, okay, I get it that UKIP's not a big party. I mean, it's the same fucking... No, no, yeah, you, yeah. You, UKIP's really pretty small, but they exist, and fuck you guys for letting them exist. I'm right. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to everybody in the UK. I'm sorry, Kevin, but <laughs> this is you. This is your fault. Yeah, we just have to deal with like 
open fucking fascists in the the GOP. But yeah, we I mean, we're at, at least we're at, like within a year of an election year, so we're we're getting closer to the fact that we might be able to fight back against that whole thing. But how many elections has it been for prime minister in the UK? <laughs> I don't know. Thirty-seven. Oh my God, Boris Johnson again, was the worst. again, then, again, again. This is your fault, Kevin. Yeah, and then, you and Christy. Uh, yeah, and it looks like it looks like Israel's going to have another election because neither because neither Gantz or Ruby Nikampupo can get can put a majority together. That's three <sighs> elections in one year. Jesus Christ! I'm, I'm kind of. I'm partially glad we don't have to worry about parliamentary like politics yeah. when it comes to you know the United States. I mean, a little bit. As, Just, as fucked I up mean, as our Senate is right now, we at least know going into the voting season this year. Yeah, those guys have been constant shit for a couple of years now. Yeah, know? but how fucked up? How fucked <laughs> up would we be if this were a parliamentary system? Oh, oh please, God. just like Israel, where one percent of the vote gives you seats in the in the Knesset. Yeah, fucking mess it. Yeah. Like, so anyway, Next let's see. Right. Mandatory voting. <laughs> oh God, I wish we had mandatory voting at this point. I also wish that we had proportion that we had uh, the uh, Australian system where you mark your preference for your candidates. Yeah, ranked ballot. Yeah, that's, yeah, that'd ranked. be great. Engaging so Miss Mountain has a couple more things to say. I just want to let it play here. It's got about thirteen more seconds. Here we go. But. Unlike other parties, you know, because of his association with other racist parties, well, not other racist, racist parties, our constitution clearly says that he cannot be permitted to join us. <laughs> not, not racist in my own part. Uh, oh, wait, no. Ra- oh, shit. I, I fucked up. What did I say there? <laughs> it's just, she kind of admitted that UKIP is racist at that point right there, which is, I mean, okay, most of us outside. Look, guys, Look. we have enough to worry about here in, in American politics as it is. The fact that I'm merely talking about the, the UK polit- political situation or, and when we have touched on it in the past where we talked about the Australian political scene, it's it, you guys are a lot more uh, leveled off right now than UK and uh, American politics right now. It's, Right. Uh, as it's, far as it's, like, it's, it's like diet racism. <laughs> as far as like the rest of the world, like Australia is number four on the spot of United States, United Kingdom, uh, Canada, and then Australia. Like in, in my opinion, that's how it feels to me. I don't know. India is pretty racist. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's India. <laughs> well, I still remember going into the ballot. On November 2016, and looking for president, and seeing that Trump not only had the Republican Party nomination, he also had the American Independent, was the Trump remaining part of the George Wallace movement that's been in California. It's a fucking George Wallace contingent in California. Yeah, wait, there was a, there was a, there's a what. There's, yeah, god California, damn it. California. No, god, just just get the fuck out. God. <laughs> yeah, they have the American Independent Party. It's it's an it's an actual party here in California that gets on the ballot, and it's the remnant of George Wallace's party in eight, 1968. So, 
Thank you, Martin, for bringing that up to us. I, I, I like commenting on dumb political hacks, no matter what side of the spectrum they're on there. Uh, and the other one that we have out here is from a, a person that referred to themselves as 341547. It's not, it, it's not spam. This is actual something. Somebody had to fill out the request form on the website. Uh, and I have their their email address, but I'm not going to share it with everybody. It says, as a transplant to Utah, who I am originally from New York City, I was worried that Utah would be completely homogenous. Oh, God. No, it's not. Especially Salt Lake City. <laughs> uh, Utah Outcasts made me realize, oh, my God, this is one of those few moments where we're like, oh, my God, we're having an, a, an effect on the world around us. Like people are actually tuning in instead of us joking about stuff. They're like, hey, these are real people. Uh, Utah Outcast made me realize that there are a lot of people here in the Beehive State who don't necessarily fit in the quote-unquote mold they put there. Uh, love the political and religious discussions. Great job, guys, and a lifesaver for those of us who are, quote, outcasts. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> there, are, there are so many. There are so many of us. There are so many people here. Yes. We're, we're common. We're actually really common. Yeah. I'm glad you found us, and I'm glad you gravitate towards us, because that means people give a shit about what we're talking about here. And the, yeah. the last the last item I have here I mean, is, I uh, mean, before you, before, you, before you move on to that yeah. last one, thank you. Yeah, yeah. you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. thank you. I um, mean... The last one we have came from James, who... Uh, Wanted to remind everybody that lives in America that Massachusetts banned Christmas at one point in this country. <laughs> yes. The Puritans. The fucking the Puritans yeah, the had Calvinists. a war on Christmas before it was fucking, you know, <laughs> yeah. the thing to do. <laughs> so the pious Puritans who sailed from England in 1630, to found the Massachusetts Bay Colony, found themselves with something that might seem surprising for a group of devout Christians: <laughs> contempt for Christmas. <laughs> in a modern uh, reversal of modern practices, the Puritans kept their shops and schools open, and churches closed on Christmas, a holiday that some disparaged as being fool's tide. Yeah, take that. We're fucking open. <laughs> <laughs> What rebels? So well, why why did the Puritans loathe Christmas? Author of uh, the Battle for Christmas, Steve Nussenbaum said, "Because uh, uh, it was, was partially pagan, pagan. It was partially because theology, and partly because of the rowdy celebrations that mark the holiday in the because because it, it was a pagan fucking, fucking holiday. Mess. It was a unless it was Catholic." Yeah. <laughs> okay, look. I mean, you say pagan, I say Catholic, or you say Catholic, I say pagan. I mean, it's really, really. And there's a there's a whole lot to this argument that's out there, but I, I just need to remind folks that the the original settlers of the Americas, the you know the Puritans. I mean. Uh, the colonizers, I should say. They were fucks. They were kind of fucked up. Black Adder <laughs> did a really good version of ripping on the fucking Puritans, especially when he had the ant visiting 
and all they had to eat was, was a turnip that was shaped like a dick. I mean, that, <laughs> my turnip raw as God intended. <laughs> oh, Edwin knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Baldrick, <laughs> do you not see a problem with this turnip that we've had? <laughs> it looks like a thingy, yes, master. But my thingy looks like a turnip. <laughs> Oh, that's fucking wonderful. Oh, <laughs> uh, so thank you everybody for sending us uh, some uh, some emails and stuff that you want to talk to us about. We had another one. I don't know how to rope it in here, but we'll we'll make we'll try to make it work in the future. So please keep sending us stuff into us. Please let us know that you're listening. We love hearing from every one of you guys out there. And as you can hear, Anwin and Bob and Joe here, uh, there's a place for every single fucking one of you. Just come onto the Patreon show. We love you all. <laughs> well. That about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darned human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Say, friend, get any more of that good sassafras? All right, folks. Well, that does it for us once again this week. If you haven't already, please make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the content we put out. Or better yet, become a patron and don't miss anything like I just implored you to do recently. Uh, Let's see. Uh, head on over to patreon.com slash Utah Outcast, like the following amazing people. And you heard you heard Joe, you heard Anwin, and you heard Bob on this episode. And we love having them on. It was a really good time. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Uh, let's see. Our secret patrons. Let's see. We have Andrea Thomas, Henry Hutanen, uh, Jeff Schwartz, Michael Lundgren, Zachary Roche, Amber Mulvaney, Becky Fairley, Bicycle Legs, Brooke Moffat. Christopher Ward, Cindy Spear, Colby Rasmussen, Cupcake Chaos, Hopswatch, James Ginyon, James Russell, Jessica Marshall, Karen Sheets, Madeline Welsh, Michael Murphy, Randall Gaz, Robert X, Stacey Startzel, The Godless Revolution, Tina Coley, Tom McDonald, Winter Solstice 93, Andre Skabinski, Ben Roberts, Bob Simpson, Econ, Gary Gerfin, Henry Hutan, I already said that name. Uh, Jeffrey Brown, Josh Crow, Keith Young, Kevin Bodden, Kimberly Kellogg, Kyle Johnson, Lawrence Quinn, Lotta Nilsson, Mooney Feathers, Rob Foster, Satan's Little Monkey, Stellar Monstrosity, Susan Schindler-Lorito, Trickster, Aaron Painter, Andrew Medina, Angela Dick, Hanwin Davies, Bob Koenig, Cecilia Antonio, Corey Vanderpool, Dave Lindop, Evans Murphy, Evans Murphy, sorry Evans. Uh, Freethinker215 and Wayland Smithers support the National Adoption Center. I don't think you've changed it. I haven't checked, and I apologize for that. Uh, Gary Smith, Ian Bond. Wait, no, it is a uh, it's it's um Clancy Wiggum now. That's what it was. I remember we talked about that. Uh, let me go to that real quick. I want to make sure I have the uh the name correct there. It's uh Freethinker215 and Chief Wiggum support the American Civil Liberties Union. There we go. Uh, I'm I'm sorry there, Lou. Oh, I can't even do a good Clancy. It's it's kind of hard. Anyway, back to the uh, the names that we're reading off here. Gary Smith, Ian Bond, Joshua Abadie, Karen Sheets, Keith Kingsbury, Lisa Riddell, Malleus Varmentum, nay, Mr. Bible Pants, 
Michael Smuda, Nancy White, Ord Toothman, Patrick Neary, Ray Kerfont, Rich Auntie Skeleton, Robert Levine, Roosevelt Howden, Some Random, Terry Tryon, Tinfoil Hat Society, Tracy Hardin, Ugly German Truths, Arduin, Angelica Pearson, Brooke Breitenbach, CPT Miller 132, David Hicks, Jeff Linville, Jacob Bream, Michael Lundgren, Michael Thompson, Sosh, Stephen Andrus, Tim Smith, Will Nash, Any Mouse and Friends, Big Sky 1889, EJ Allen, Grand Priapism, Haley Wozniak, Joseph, Michael, uh, Michael Lord, Matthew James, and Jazza G. Thank you all so much for the constant support that you give us every single month, and I really do appreciate it, especially with it being Christmas time and getting going to make sure the, the, the fellas get a little bit of a present this year. So anyway, before we wrap this up, I need to remind folks that if you can't share your love for the show monetarily, you can show it in so many other ways, uh, such as finding us on YouTube and subscribing there. Or just leave a review on whatever service you use to catch us. Uh, you can always shoot us an email or a text. We're always happy to hear from every single one of you. But with that, it is time to bring episode number 274 to a close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. It's time once again, uh, once again, it's every fucking week that we have comments from trolls and I actually feel like bringing it up. Ron Jones is our first person that we have this week. We only have two only because people I think have learned their lesson from trying to troll us on Utah Outcast. They're like, I'm not going to leave a mean comment. They might use it as content. I might might make money. But have they really? (laughs) No. I, I give people more credit. Ron is one of those guys that doesn't get this credit here. It says, um, people who listen to this and are put off by simply blank out your important messages by your continual dropping of F-bombs. Are you, are you trying to say they won't listen to us because we say the word fuck? Ah, oh, fuck. What the fuck are you talking about, Ron? <laughs> <sighs> God damn it, we're we're wasting our fucking time. I think I shared this with you and Felicia, and I was like, hey, another fucking person telling us what the fuck we should talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck off. Oh, what the Uh. fuck are you talking about here, Ron? You need to get your message to the ultra-religious. Honestly, we don't, Ron. We don't. We We really don't. Our our message. This show (laughs) is not for them. (laughs) No. No. really fucking isn't you know? no, no, no 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 yeah, yeah. Trust, us, trust us if we were trying to reach if we were trying to reach them we know how yeah, and we, we don't we don't want to we don't care yeah you swear brother rom what you got to do is just simply lay your hand on the video monitor and feel the warmth 
Boston. Hey, right there. Yes. <laughs> okay. Who are put off by and tune out to anything else you may say because they get hung up on your language. To anybody who's hung up on the language of the Utah Outcasts, three words I have for you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Like, if you're worried about what words and sounds are coming from my larynx here and coming out of my mouth shaped by my tongue and the, the, the air pressure behind it, mm-hmm. fuck you. <laughs> right, right. And we really probably should make sure we're, we're, we're clear. We, we only tell you to go fuck yourself because nobody else will. <laughs> yeah, Ron, I don't <clears throat> picture you as somebody who's regularly laid Maybe he has a problem with Rosie Palmer with five sisters. I just, I don't, I don't understand anybody who thinks that the show that we've done for 2,000 plus episodes of clips that we have out there on YouTube <clears throat> seems to think that we give a shit about what the fuck anybody else has to think about us on whatever platform we use. We realize that we put out what we want to. And people either like it or dislike it. We're not going to change who we are, what we say, what we do, what we talk about, based on the fact that somebody might not like it. No, 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 no. We <laughs> we, re- we reserve that for the day jobs. Yeah, no shit. This whole show. <laughs> and I'll admit right now, it is uh, 12 o'clock in the morning on Sunday of uh, sometime in December. I'm just going to say that there. It's a Sunday. I am doing this right now only because I need a fucking release valve. I need something to let the steam out (laughs) of my brain that has been building up all week in corporate America that has decided that somehow me having to hold everything that I want to say back is good for business. You know? All right. Next one. We have from uh, Jane Threes, who says, uh, who had a problem with one of the Liz Crokin videos that we put out there, Kyle. Okay, uh, the video was Liz Crokin is a textbook case of Dunning-Kruger effect. And she honestly is. I I, I stand by that. Jane Threes says, the earth is flat. There's, there's a lot more, but I'm just going to stop uh, dramatically that first line there. Prove that you live on a spinning globe without relying upon photographs and CGI from a government org who profits from pointing lights in the sky. You think NASA is making profits? Why don't you talk to General Dynamics or Lockheed Martin and you find out who the fuck is making money? Off the military-industrial complex. How about you do that? Um, spinning globe. Photographs and CGI from a government organization. NASA, yes, is a government organization. It's the National Space and Aeronautical... So- What's the last day stand for there, Kyle? You know? NASA? Administration. Administration. There you go. Thank- thanks, Joe. Without pointing to photographs and CGI... Okay, well, 3,000 years before modern, I just want to say they're modern, 
NASA. You had a guy that took two towers that were in different parts of Egypt and measured at what height the shadow... You know what? You know. I don't know how you're a person in 2019 who thinks that the Earth is flat. I, don't, I, I really honestly don't understand that at all. I have a friend's daughter who was playing with a beach ball and her torch and worked out because of the way shadows fell that the earth must be round and the moon must go around it when she was seven. It's not difficult. I mean, really, sunrise, sunset, that's all you need. As I as I look at my Apple Watch, and I have the new face on there that says that uh, what time of the day, you know, sunlight is and what time dusk is and what time twilight is and all that stuff. You know, when it was, uh, you know, near the end of summer before fall and, and like winter set in, you had about 12 hours of daylight. So about half of the the clock that you have is daylight. It's been progressively getting smaller and smaller as winter has set in. If we were on a flat fucking surface, the time of day, no matter what season we were in, would be the same everywhere. But all of a sudden, these flat earth assholes seem to think that that's some sort of um, evidence. I, I don't know how you could possibly point to the days getting shorter as evidence of that being a flat earth. But you know what? They find whatever way they want to. Well, I mean, it's it's perspective, right? Yeah, Jane continues. If you want to review what you, letter U, uh, think you know, research how gyroscopes are calibrated before aeroplanes leave their ports. Okay. And what does that prove? The ground plane is referenced from port to port. The ground yeah. plane and the flight plan are parallel no curvature or gyroscopes would be useless. It's just... Okay, uh, somebody hasn't ridden in a plane, have they? No. No, they haven't. Nor have they gone from a coast to a coast before. Uh, no, they haven't. I bet they so, didn't ride Amtrak either. So Jane also says, Look at the Dunning-Kruger effect. Jane, oh, oh, we seriously, have. seriously, you're telling us to look at the Dunning Kruger effect. Well, I mean, sure, you're an example uh, to see how and why the spinning globe lies are propagated because people don't know what they don't know. I, I, I mean, I guess we can't really argue with that point. That, that's a tautology, though. Mm -hmm. You don't know what you don't, you don't know. You don't know what you don't know is simply saying you you don't know what is true, what is true. I mean, there's right. a lot of ways you could take that. Like, I don't know how many hairs on my head are on my head. It, it, it's just one of those dumb fucking things that makes you sound deep. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, you could answer that question with the first time you answer that question. No, yeah. I mean, really, it just comes down to... Um, a, a sunrise or a sunset is not possible on a flat plane. Well, Simply not. I don't understand how they think gravity works. It doesn't. For them, for a flat Earth to be the thing that exists, 
gravity would have to be the same constant no matter where you were on the planet. However, right. here on Earth, we know that gravity exists at different and I can't say constants because that's not the definition of a constant. It, it, it exists at different levels depending on where you are at sea level versus where you are uh, in elevation versus where you are uh, versus the equator. Sure, sure, sure. It's it's measurable, but not perceptible. Because a lot of these people that seem to think that if we're not a flat earther, we're obviously globe earthers. And uh, I take that back. Globe is the actual term for it. But, you know, we're not talking about a sphere. We're not talking about a spheroid earth. The earth is not a fucking sphere. You know, it is a oblate spheroid. Right, but I mean, they also take that out of context because the difference is in the, the difference is minute. Right, and I'm not trying to say that like, okay, you took a billiard ball and you zoomed in it, zoomed into it at the level that you have the Earth existing right now. There are, it's more smooth on our Earth versus the billiard ball that you have out there, but. You know what? I'm getting into weird territory. Jane, right. <laughs> Jane, are you fucking kidding me? Seriously? Okay, the last line read that she a book. here. Just read a book. Oh, oh wait, any wait, book. Pick wait till book. I get to this last line here. Uh, there are many emperors without clothes parading around in plain sight. Gee. I think I can think of one right now. Do we have ma very many emperors in 2019? I mean, there are a few. There are a few. More than there really fucking should be. Yeah. <laughs> and the very last line of Robin's thing here, where Robin? I get that right there? Let me see. Sorry, sorry, Jane. Jane was talking here. Said, review what you think and what you know. Jane, I think constantly about whether the things that I believe in are right or wrong, whether they're true or false. And that's taken a lot more work, a lot more mental gymnastics uh, versus your flat earth way of thinking. You guys say the earth is flat because I have a book that says so. I have a, in my mind, the earth is round and spheroid because there are multiple experiments that have shown that this is not the case. We have different times of seasons. We have different ages. We, ha Oh my God. You guys take the fact that you have a book that says so, and that's your truth. I have thousands upon thousands of scientific studies, scientific papers that say, hey, wait a minute. That's not the way things go. This is the way it should be. And I would much rather be wrong in the group of 4,000 people than pretending that I'm right in the group of six people. So yeah, Jane, go fuck yourself. That, that's about the most <laughs> I can say on that one. Is that oh, you yeah, seem, there, to, you seem to think the enough. Earth is flat. If that was the case, the further towards the edge you would get, the more you would lean towards the ground. Right, but you know, Australia doesn't exist. So, so yeah, Anwin, are you guys constantly at a sixty-five degree tilt or what? There, I mean, 
No, but I do get people telling me I'm a um, a bad faith actor and Australia isn't real because a Swedish student published a joke and the flat earthers took it seriously. I are, I don't, I are don't even you, have it I mean, are you trying to tell us you're not real? Well, I hate to disappoint you, but you know, I am a figment of my own imagination. Sorry, guys. <laughs> But you've I mean, manifested I, I, yourself good enough. Yeah. vocally and, uh, you know, visually via the podcast or so. I mean, you do exist. I mean, I, I dare say right. you're not a computer simulation, nor are you figment of collective imagination. I, Not as far as I'm aware. <laughs> Man, right. I don't know. <laughs> but but I mean but I mean I mean it could all be an elaborate simulation and a hoax and whatever and things. I, 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 I could just be a figment of the matrix, but you know, I have a crush on Kyle, so I like to think I'm real. <laughs> <laughs> so Kyle, are you ever gonna get used to hearing that? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, I mean, that's that's pretty much proof positive that she doesn't exist. So, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh, man. That's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry. I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price Tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder Donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.